0: have Robin Newton and Andy Allen. On Starleaf we have Sinead Innes, Alex Easton, the Vice Chair Kelly Armstrong, Karen Mullen and Frama McCann. So you are all very welcome today. Um, uh, just then we'll go to agenda item one which is apologies. Have we any apologies there? I see. Um, sorry, no I did read out Alex's name. Sorry, I'm getting myself confused here looking at the screen. Um, any apologies? Anybody needs to put in? I don't think so, is there? <coughs> no nope. okay i'll move on to agenda item two which is draft minutes uh, members you'll find the draft minutes for the 22nd of april 2021 at page six can i ask our members content to agree the minutes as drafted Good stuff, thank you. I'll move on then to agenda item three, which is chairperson's business. Members, on a number of occasions over the past few months, we have written to the executive office and the DALO for the executive office has requested the clerk redirect the query. We have therefore sought clarification in relation to correspondence with the executive office. And going forward, if the committee requests that a letter be sent to TEO or another department, the committee staff will take that issue away and do the same initial checks first um I just uh, it's just that uh, we've said that some of these ma- matters that we've had arisen are for the executive we've sent the letter to the executive office and uh, they're actually saying well actually it's not to go to the executive office it's not about the height of it so we need to actually that, that if we can lay any decisions then to go to the other committees can we then let the the clerks just run over um the issues just to make sure we're sending it through to the right uh committee. Um, So are members content that committee staff uh, will go ahead and carry out those cheques and write to the appropriate department and report back to the committee the week after? Is that okay? Yes? Great. 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 Thank you very much. Okay, members, an issue has arisen in relation to Starleaf and decisions being taken by a committee, not this committee I have to say. Um, Just to make you aware that as we proceed through the formal decisions on the clauses of the Licensing Bill and on the committee report, it is vital that we know which members are present for decisions. For those members on Starleaf, if your camera is on, but you haven't messaged the committee team to say you're not present at that point in time, it will be presumed that you are present for any decision made. Um, and just then I would ask that you alert the committee team as soon as possible if you've dropped out and don't get back on Starleaf very quickly. Um, this it has arisen um, because maybe a, a member, a phone call comes in and they need to go take it or whatever, which wouldn't generally happen if we were all in the committee room. Um, so it's just to make members aware, if your camera's switched on, you're, you're, you're deemed to have actually been in the room when a decision has been made um so and i know that some people do drop out from time to time and it's up to me i'm the one that actually is the only one that can see the screen here and to get you back in again um uh, so sometimes there's a delay on that as well so if you feel if you have dropped out just alert um one of the committee team sean or oliver or Antoinette. um they'll certainly uh, let me know that you're not present is members okay with that yeah yeah okay and then just finally just to let you know that on tuesday i will be in the chamber for the consideration stage of the pension schemes bill as we heard last week from department officials all the amendments are in schedule three and consist of technical drafting and consequential amendments required as a result of the westminster um, pension schemes act 2021 so it's just to let you know that okay members all right then can we move on then to agenda item four which is sr 2021 105 the social security coronavirus miscellaneous amendment regulations northern ireland 2021 you'll find a copy of the rule at page 19. we considered the sl1 at our meeting on the 15th of april can i then ask any members have you any objections to the rule no no okay then i we put the following that the committee for communities has considered sr 2021 105 the social security coronavirus miscellaneous amendments regulations northern ireland 2021 and subject to the examiner of strategy rules report has no objection to the rule okay members we're then going to move on to agenda item five which we will go into closed session it's the licensing and registration of clubs amendment bill we will be coming out of this and go back into open session just to make you aware um, so before um, we do that, can I then ask for all members and Claire McCanny to be brought into the spotlight, please? There we go, there's Claire in. I'm now going to go into closed session, members.
1: 29.
0: Okay, members, we're back in public session. Can I ask you to turn to agenda item 7, which is matters arising? can I inform members that you've been provided at page 251 with a copy of the 34th report of the examiner of statutory rules, 2020-21. The examiner draws attention to SR 2021-64, the social security claims and payments, employment and support allowance, personal independence, payment and universal credit, telephone and video assessment, amendment regulations, Northern Ireland, 2021. The department has acknowledged that the regulations were laid in breach of the 21-day rule and has explained the reason for the breach. The examiner is content that the department on this occasion has provided satisfactory explanation of the breach. Are members content to note that? Yes, Yes. content to note. Okay, thank you. Um, Members have been provided at page 261 with a ministerial response in relation to the public petition for a review of the Burial Grounds Regulations Northern Ireland 1992. The Minister states that having considered this petition against the legislative process, she sees no merit in conducting a review at this time in relation to the sale of graves and the council's fee record- regarding testing for depths of graves. Both of these issues are matter- matters for councils to consider. Again, can I ask members of the any comment? Alex?
2: Hi. Um, yeah, I'm very disappointed by the result. Um it, 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 it doesn't seem to be an understanding of what the issues are. Um, The issues are quite simple that people have bought graves for for instance for three people yet they're being told the day before a funeral that that person can't go into the grave because there's maybe not enough depth Um, but some of the decisions that are being made are literally centimetres in depth and there's there's no there's no room for a bit of common sense you know um, and these decisions are causing heartache for families a day before a funeral they're being forced to um buy a new grave the day before the funeral when they thought they had one and they were going to be in with their loved ones um it's caused a lot of heartache as, as kelly will know in the, the arts and northbound council and i i just do not accept what the minister is saying here there the doesn't seem to be a recognition of the the human the cost this is um uh, a lack of common sense um and it's also a way of the council's making money which i don't agree with especially over the death of a loved one and the incidents that was mentioned you know that person when really got buried because there was such a, a stink cost um in the media about the whole situation Um, so I was wondering, I'm not prepared to let this drop. Um, I was wondering if the committee was agreeable, because I I do know some councils seem to have a slightly different approach to this, and some of them do seem to uh, go with the rules strictly, and some of them seem to have a wee bit of a common sense uh, to try and avoid these situations. So I was wondering, could we write to each council the, what their policies are on this and see if there are different approaches, uh, see what they're saying, and then maybe have a look at it once we get those replies back, if that would be agreeable to the committee?
0: Okay, um, I'm happy enough with that suggestion. I know my own council that I live in. Um, kind of base things on a, an individual basis as they come through and try to show a bit of common sense. Um, I don't know if Ards and North Down are the exception to the rule. Um, it might be worth getting that information through. It's certainly within our remit to ask for it if members are in agreement. Yeah, great. You agree with Alex's proposal? Yeah? Yep, okay. All right, Alex. Chair to write the individual councils. So that's just to write the individual councils to ask them what their policies are um on on those specific issues okay yeah go ahead Jen, can i just ask could um to
1: save ourselves a bit of time should we go through solos or nilga to ask them to say that the committee would be interested to see um some sort of equality across northern ireland um and to ask them are they considering you know aligning policies on graves across Northern Ireland because it would make it f- much more easier for all of their, our constituents. Um, the other thing I was going to say was um, in the Assembly, um, we had the debate on end of life. And this is one of the issues, as Alex has said. It has caused a terrible amount of stress for people when they find out just at the time their loved one has either is about to die or is dying. Um, that their grave is no longer able to be used and the husbands and wives can't be buried together or parents can't be buried with maybe children they've lost. Um, So I think it is something that we need to push, but I think there might be an easier way of doing it if we maybe approach Nilga or Solas to ask them, are they proactively looking to align policies across Northern Ireland?
0: I think we can ask that also, because this is very much a decision for each individual council, it's not a a solace or an Ilga decision, it's up to each individual council on, because I know from, I I sat in council for a number of years and I remember setting our policies on the pricing of, of graves and for people outside the area and all those various different things, and each council has the autonomy um to make their own decision on that but it might be worth as you say writing to solace to ask if they um are have considered which i don't think they have um considered a you know more of a joined up uh approach to this we can ask them that but i think we need to write to each individual council as well if that's okay yeah,
2: yeah.
0: Is that all right kelly yeah yeah, yeah. okay yeah. Members. Sorry, somebody else want to say something there? No, nope. okay, members, happy enough I move on then. Um, can I ask you then turn to page six, 263, where you'll see a ministerial response in relation to capacity building in sports organi- or sporting organisations and clubs. Sport NI has designed a programme called Supporting Clubs to Build Back Better. This programme has a number of different strands and will run throughout 21-22. One of the strands focuses on building capacity. Sports governing bodies and clubs will be able to engage in workshops that focus on building their capacity in areas related to business operations, such as strategic and financial planning and risk management. There is also a connectivity element that will help clubs and their volunteers to improve their use of the digital technology to connect with their members and volunteers and to support them in connecting with other partner organisations in their communities. The Build Back Better programme also includes a people development element that will offer access to grants to support governing bodies and their clubs to provide quality coaching and help to rebuild and sustain membership. This element has a special focus on coaching children and young people in club settings. Uh, members, can I ask if you have any comment on that? Are you content to note that? Content? Content, yeah. Okay. Then can I ask you to move on then to page 265, mm-hmm. where you'll see a departmental response in relation to the sub-regional stadia programme? Um, At Minister's Question Time on Tuesday the 13th of April, the Minister again reaffirmed her commitment to the programme, stating by the end of this month and going into the start of next, I hope to bring forward recommendations on the way forward to executive colleagues. The advisory working group was not established to report to the Minister, rather the group meets with departmental officials to advise on the development of proposals. The next meeting um, was to take place as that yesterday and will inform and further develop the proposals on the shape and scope of the programme for the Minister's consideration. Again, any comments members wish to make on that? Or are they content to note? Sinead, I see your hand up.
3: Yeah, it's just an, a comment or a question around the advisory group. Do we, maybe I might have missed this, but do we know the makeup of that group? Um, I mean, you'd like to think it's regionally balanced and spread, but do we have any further information on, on the makeup of that group? could we be provided with
0: it okay um we can ask for that certainly absolutely yes a
2: thank point. you um, answer the question uh, uh tabled um at question time that didn't get answered so i'll send that through chair i have the
3: breakdown
4: okay, okay good. so
0: andy has the breakdown through a, a question that he had tabled for question time and it didn't get to him so he has the written answer so he's going to send that through um to members Perfect. um kelly did you want to come in there
1: can't hear you. Sorry, exactly the same question. Yeah, yeah.
3: Okay. So I have it here, chair. It's the IFA, NIFL, uh Chief Leisure Officers Association, councils, sport, NI, and the department.
0: Okay. But I'll send that through. It's. We'll send that through. So members have that, um, and they'll send it through to the the clerk, and we'll get it sent out. All right. To members' content that I move on from that. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I'll move on then. to I ask you to turn to page 267, where we have a departmental response to SL1 domestic energy efficiency grants amendment regulations 2021. Officials from the department continue to work very closely uh, with colleagues in the Department for the Economy on the development of the energy strategy. The department notes that the energy strategy consultation suggests that the Department for the Economy will also look to run domestic rating domestic energy efficiency schemes. In addition to the Northern Ireland Sustainable Energy Programme, the Department will work with DfE to ensure alignment. In the meantime, in order to provide support for those in fuel poverty, the Department will continue with the current affordable warmth and boiler replacement schemes under the domestic grants regulations, recognising that these schemes will need to be revised in line with the pathway um, to net zero. Again, members, any comments or questions on that? If not, can we uh, content to note? Content? Content. Okay. Then can I ask you to turn to page 269 where you'll see a departmental response in relation to draft local government coronavirus flexibility of council meetings regulations, Northern Ireland 2020. The department has received legal advice indicating that the necessary changes can only be made by way of primary legislation. The minister intends to include provision in a local government amendment bill to extend the provisions on remote council meetings. Um, again, any comments or questions on that? I think that was... I brought that up a couple of weeks ago, um, that council meetings didn't have the necessary legislation to continue with their remote council meetings um, under the under coronavirus. Um, so we'll wait and see what comes back on that. Kelly? I'm
1: just going to say, um, Chair... Sorry, the individual legislation runs out on the 7th of May. Yes. Um, There hasn't been anything put in place from the um, timetable we received from the business office um, on this legislation. I'm just wondering, can we ask the Minister what financial support our councils are going to be given then to have to meet in person until such times as this um, is resolved? Um, I know speaking to a number of councillors, as we all do, um, that their chief executives are are very aware of of the issue coming up. Um, They're talking about using... You know, leisure centers and so on for the meetings um, rushing through committee meetings it's not a good way to do local government but this is causing problems it's just if the if I'm, a, I'm very aware that this is a piece of legislation that's going to be primary it needs to be on the timetable for um, the agenda um, within the chamber. It's, it's not there yet and the 7th of May will pass.
0: Yeah I, I mean it was concerning to me when I was fir- it was first raised with me that this extension had not already been made um, a few weeks ago. Um, so I, I, I'm glad we did bring it up because um, I, I do think that this needs to come forward pretty quickly, which is next week, really, next Tuesday, yeah. in order for councils to continue to meet in the format that they're meeting in. Um, I don't know how they, they could manage otherwise, you know, um, to meet in somewhere that is safe. Um, for, um, and it is, it is a councillor's right to be present at those meetings Um, you you know it's their right to be there that's what we elected them to do Um, so I do think that we need to maybe go back to the Minister as a matter of urgency um, to ask when are we going to see this on Tuesday this legislation okay members on that I will move on then to page Mm -hmm. 270 if I could ask you to turn to 270 of your pack where you'll see a response from the Department of Finance in relation to COVID-19 funding the voluntary and community sector Um, there are no such criteria which exclude voluntary or community-based businesses from any of the grant schemes that the department of finance operates so some may have applied and been successful however there is no way of differentiating the recipients of any of its grants to identify which are voluntary and community groups Um, uh, was it kelly was it you brought this up this issue or someone brought this issue up so just ask if you have any comments on that I mean if that's the answer we've got that's fair enough um, that they can't differentiate but so it's just asking I suppose then if nobody wants to make a comment are they content to note it yeah content, content. to note that'll do alright I, um, I think we will just yeah. Uh, we could, we'll go on and do what we're doing here and then I know Liam and Carol have joined us so we'll not keep you too much longer Liam and Carol. Um so we'll, if members if we can go on the agenda item 8 which is correspondence um, members there's a memo or the memo's at page 272 I want to draw your attention um, to correspondence from the clerking and member support office at page 273 asking for committees' uh, experiences in dealing with marginalised groups. Now, this is the committee experience. Um, So I just want to highlight for us, we will be replying about our briefing with the deaf community, um, our under-18s on the bill, and the Assembly Engagement Team, an informal stakeholder event on welfare mitigations where we heard from um, UCOs. So that's certainly what we would be putting forward on that. Um, I think it's unfortunate, given coronavirus and given the the, that we've been stuck doing the bill as well, we haven't got the chance, maybe, to speak to um, many more of those groups that that certainly have an awful lot to do with this um, committee and and the Department for Communities, especially when we look at social strategies. Um, But um, that's what we're proposing to put forward. Um, Members, if there's anything further you think we need to add to that, um, certainly uh, let us know. And it can be added to, but um, that's where we are at the moment. Are members happy enough with that? Yeah. Okay. Can I then? Yeah. Can I then ask members? Have they any issues they want to bring up under correspondence? No. If not, then are you content then with the memo as drafted? Content. Yeah. Can tell. All right. Okay, I'm going to move on to agenda item nine, which is our forward work programme. Um, members at the meeting of the sixth of May next week, we are planning to carry out uh, formal clause by clause consideration on the licensing bill. Um, then agenda item ten. Can I ask members if there any other business? No other business. Okay. I'm going um,
1: to I was just going to say, I know we've received a briefing um, on the budget, but um, will we be getting a departmental breakdown of the budget? I know other committees are getting that.
0: Yeah, we absolutely are. I don't know what date it's pencilled in for in May, but... It has
1: has moved forward because uh, it was to be today we were getting the briefing, but because the budget timetable chair has slipped, Mm -hmm. uh, we moved that forward a a couple of weeks. Um, I think it's... I've forgotten the date off the top of my head, but it's before the end of May, anyway.
0: Okay, members okay. happy enough with that? Okay, Chair.
3: Sinead? Sinead, go ahead. Yeah, thanks, Chair. Um, yeah, it's just to, to bring you, to your attention an issue that was raised with me in the constituency, and it's um, in regards to libraries, uh, really. Um, so a group have got um, funding, uh, Bally Martin GSE, uh, to produce a video um, and book history of the club. The problem is that um, libraries still aren't open, um, but I think even when they do, because I've been in touch with uh, Downpatrick uh, Library, but even when they do open, the heritage uh, section, um, which they need to access because some of the stuff is on microfilm, uh, we're being told that, that still won't be um, won't be open to the public, even when libraries do open, because there's an issue with, um, with not being able to sanitise the microfilm. Um, so I think this is... It, I, I would suggest that there's other groups that could be impacted by this um, who've got funding and need to spend it within a certain amount of time for projects like this. So, if we could maybe write to libraries and just um, ask them do they have a way of sanitizing the microfilm or are they working on it? Um, so that groups that have got funding to produce these sort of project or these history uh, projects um, can actually fulfill their, their requirements under the, you know, the, the, uh the project and the funding that they've received so um i'm just wondering would the the committee be agreeable to write to libraries on that
0: yep absolutely i'm agreeable with that um other members agreeable with sinead's proposal yes yep yep okay we'll do that any other business members want to bring up no okay then i'll move to agenda excuse me chair the budget briefing
1: is going to be on the 20th of may okay
0: janice has just reminded me now the budget briefing will be on the 20th of may Okay. Um, I'm going to go then to agenda item 11, which is date, time, location of next meeting. Our next meeting will take place um, next Thursday, the 6th of May, here in Room 29 at 9.15am. Okay, members, I'm going to then take you back to agenda item 6. And can I then ask for um, Liam Quinn and Carol Reid to be brought into the audience also? Thank you very much. Okay, you're both very welcome. Good to see you, and sorry to keep you waiting.
3: Chair.
0: Okay, Chair. okay, so members, we're going to continue today then with our deliberations on the bill and we'll also ha- um, have it in a closed session later again. I'll go back again. Yeah, we're back and forward here. So there are two tabled uh, papers for this agenda item. The first is the Department's response to queries raised at last week's meeting and the second is the is, it, is the text of amendments to be taken forward by the Department. Okay, um, so first of all, we're going to discuss the department's response to queries raised at last week's meeting. So if I could ask members then, we're going to move to Clause 29, which is young people prohibited from bars. Um, So that was to extend the months a young person can remain in a sporting club until 11pm to include the 1st of May, to the 30th of September to extend the number of awarded nights of young persons can attend in a sporting club until 11 pm. Council has been asked to draft a further amendment to Clause 29 to provide a regu, regulatory making power to amend both references in the future if required. The amendment we have received so far, far are as follows. Page 30, line 8, leave out. 1st of June and ends on 30th of August and insert 1st of May and ends on 30th of September. Page 30, line 25, leave out out one such ceremony and insert up to three such ceremonies. Can I ask then, members, are you content with the proposed amendment? Content, members? I think that was what we had asked for, so we should be. Yes, content. Okay. Um, Then we move on to cinemas. The department confirms that preparatory work has commenced to carry out a consultation over the summer months. Um, Are members content with that? Yeah? Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Then can we move then to review clause. The minister has accepted the committee's request for subsequent reviews to take place no later and five years after the last report, and that a sunset subsection be included. This will be taken forward as a departmental amendment. Can I then ask our members content that this now deals with the issue of the review clause, and therefore no committee amendment will be required? Agreed. Agreed. Okay. Yeah. Okay, members. We're then going to turn to the text of the departmental amendments. So far, they're outlined in your tabled papers. So the first of those is police authorizations for additional hours. This will increase the number of times provided for in the bill that small pubs can apply to the police for late opening from 85 to 104. increase in the number of times provided for a registration of clubs, Northern Ireland Order 1996, that registered clubs can apply to the police for late opening for special occasions from 85 to 104. So that would be Clause 8, page 5, line 26, leave out 85 and insert 104. New clause after Clause 24, insert in number of authorisations for special occasions 24A, Article twenty six of the Registration of Clubs Order, authorisation for special occasions in paragraph two for eighty five, and substitute this with one hundred and four. Again, Members, this is what we had asked for and the department have thankfully and have, have happily said they will do it. So can I say uh, ask members are they content with the pro- proposed amendments? Agreed. Agreed. Okay. And I'm not just the department, but the minister, sorry as well. Agreed to those. Um, So that's that agreed. Then can we move to underage functions? So that was to allow a young person to remain on the premises while in the process of leaving or waiting to be collected. The draft amendments are clause 11, page 16, line 38. After force, insert or during the first 30 minutes after the authorisation has ceased to be in force. And clause 27, page 29, line 84, after force, insert, or during the first 30 minutes after the authorisation has ceased to be in force. Again, members, are they content with the proposed amendments? Content? Yeah.
4: yeah.
0: Okay, thank you. We may move on to private functions. To allow a young person to attend a private function with a parent or another young person who is also... Hold on, I read that again. To allow a young person to attend a private function with a parent of another young person who is also attending the function. The draft amendments are Clause 11, Page 17, Line 28. Leave out of a parent and insert either of a parent of that person or of a parent of another person who is under 18 and attending the function. And then Clause 28, page 29, line 29, leave out of a parent and insert either of a parent of that person or of a parent of another person who is under 18 and attending the function. Kelly, you have your hand up there? Kelly?
1: Yeah, I can... Yeah, I... Sorry, um... You hear me okay? Um, can I just check on this one because this is a, not in keeping with section 75 not everybody has a parent um, and I'm just wondering if that should be either of a parent of that person a parent or guardian of that person or parent or guardian of another person it's just I'm, I'm very aware that we're assuming that um, only parents take young people to events not aunts or uncles or um, you know Anybody, you know, youth workers or anything like that?
0: Or is it parental responsibility or is it, I don't know. Yeah, Liam or Carol, any comment on that?
2: Chair, I think we'll uh, maybe have to take advice from Council on that one. Um, Carol, have you anything to add? Yes,
4: certainly, Chair. So that relates just to the specific amendments um, under Clause 12 and then the new paragraph or the new Article 4a, b, so the definition in terms of what a parent is is still there in the bill they haven't taken that definition out and that weren't that's where it includes that uh, that parental responsibility so that is still there this is just in saying that it could be somebody other than their own parent and their own the person that has responsibility for them so the the definition is, is still included
1: Go over that definition again. Right. Uh... so
4: you know you're okay. Um, so in in Article 2 of the Licence and Order Interpretation, in paragraph 2, at the appropriate place, insert parent. So in relation to a person under the age of 18, includes any individual who has parental responsibility for that person within the meaning of the Children Northern Ireland Order 1995 or has care of that person. So that definition applies to both those scenarios where it is you're the young person's actual parent or it is their friends, you know, whoever
1: they're accompanying, it's their parent also. Yeah. Yeah, it's just because I don't want care leavers to feel like they're being excluded or youth workers not able to take people to functions. No, if that's contained within it, um, hopefully that'll be clear enough. Um, it's just the, the use of the word parent, is, as we know, is, is a bit... It can cause emotional damage to some people that don't have parents. Um, If we have that definition there, yeah. Yeah, that definition remains. That that, that hasn't been amended. Okay,
0: all right. Okay. Okay. (sighs) Are you happy enough
1: with that, Kelly, then, that that's clear enough? I think maybe I'm just still concerned that the use of the word parent is there instead of including parent or guardian, but um, if it's referred to elsewhere, a definition that that explains that it doesn't mean you have to be a somebody who's given birth or has a partner who's given birth and um, then that's fine
0: okay all right then members can i then ask are you content with the proposed amendments on private functions agreed great
1: okay yeah, agreed
0: thank you okay is that all we had to do on that yes like, yep. Okay. That's good. Yeah, we're we're still
1: chair. We're still obviously waiting for a number of ministerial amendments before we
0: can yeah. do the clause by clause. Yeah. Yeah. We're still waiting on some. But thank you for getting those that information through to us. And um, did we want to ask some questions then of the department, following on from some of the chats we've been having around tap rooms? And uh, you know, I know there was some questions there uh, while the department are, are here. Um, and we are on open mic as well, or we're on live open mic. You think we're in a comedy club? Some might say the word. Um, the, I'm just just to remind members of that. Um, so it's just there was there some issues and some questions that we had had around uh, the 100, the issue of maybe a 104 days and how that would work. Um, so members, of, while Liam and Carl are here, anybody want to ask them any questions around that? Or of course, we—I mean—we are going into closed session again. If members would prefer, we can keep Liam and Carol on for a little bit longer in closed session. If you prefer that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right then, yeah. Liam, Liam and Carol, would you stay on? We've still got have, we still got Claire on? We have. Um, so I'm going to then just propose then. Oh, sorry, there was something yeah. I needed to mention um, that I'd, I've been passed here. Uh, forward work programme. Forgot to add that there is a briefing from the. Charities. Charities Commission next week so there is as well, just to let you know that that, that is part of our, our of, of next week's um,
1: sorry, sorry, it's a departmental briefing on Oh the Charities sorry,
0: Charities a commission. departmental briefing There you go, we had everybody
1: on the jumping Charities up and down commission. there <laughs>
0: um, It's a departmental briefing on the Charities Commission, is due to take place next week, um, so it's just to, remind, or just to let members know that also so members, we're going to go into closed session This is the Northern Ireland Assembly, Committee Room 29.
1: This is the Northern Ireland Assembly, Committee Room 29.